What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Come Up Podcast, where every week we give you the steps to success. And this week, nothing's changed. I'm back with your boy, Jimmy, and we are talking about the growth mindset. This is the Come Up Steps to Success Podcast with your hosts, James Lawson and Courtney Steven. This is this is a, a topic that we probably have discussed here and there, you know, on different interviews, but never actually addressed it has with a title, the growth mindset. And, you know, it's something that I came across, uh, a book that we're going to talk about. This is a book that's been written by Carol Dweck, uh, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And I came across this book while I was creating a program for high school students. And it's crazy because like, I've kind of had this mindset for a long time, but I never knew there was like a scientific term behind it. Right. And I mean, I remember you, you introduced me to this topic, but before we get into it, let's, let's first, I want to take a second. I want to shout out a couple of my, my newest homeboys, my newest friends, I guess. The other day I was around on uh, Twitter surfing around looking for some other podcasts because, you know, if you're really about this podcast life, you should be tuning in and seeing you know, what? what's the flavor of the podcast world right now? What are people doing? Like, what are they up to? And I stumbled across this podcast called the roommates podcast. It's a couple guys from Houston. And I mean, they just talk about experiences growing up, going to school and living life. So, I mean, their podcast was super dope. They shout out the, the come up on uh, episode 55. So make sure y'all go check that out. Um, so what's up to Hafiz and Chris from Houston, them them Southern players, you know, this shout out from from all the way from Canada showing love. But let's get back to the growth mindset. I just had to stop and show love real quick because, you know, reciprocate as people do unto you. But um, yeah, that's very important. That's real, man. I mean, that's what it's really all about at the end of the day. That's what this whole podcast move is about. You know, since we started it, we didn't really know where we're heading with it, but we're just meeting good people and uh, trying to pass on a lot of the lessons that we've been learning along the way as we build this podcast and build our businesses, build our brands and, you know what I'm saying? Continue to grow. So let's talk about some growth. Yo, what is a mindset? Honestly, man, it's your perspective. It's the way you see things. It's the way that you interpret your environment and decide how you're going to handle situations. It's your attitude. It's, it's everything when you, when it boils down, like your mindset, it shapes your reality. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. I think what you said there, your attitude, because depending on, you know, whatever situation you're in, it's going to determine or depending on whatever situation you're in, your attitude determines on how you react. So some people, you know, they might, you know, go the negative route. Some people might go the positive route, but your mindset, you know, the set, the established set of beliefs that you have is definitely a, a factor when it comes to how you deal with certain situations. I mean, I think it's everything, you know, because um, two people could be in the same situation and handle it completely differently. You know, like there's this one metaphor that they always say um, in the boiling water, the potato gets soft, but the egg gets hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about the situation. It's about what you're made of. And I think that's that's mindset mainly. You know, there's a lot of different circumstances and there's a lot of different variables that obviously go into things. Right. So. You know, no two people are created equally and, and everybody's uniqueness is, you know, their own blessing. But at the same time, your mindset is going to determine how your situation, you know, really affects where you're at and where you end up afterwards. Mm, I think I, I agree with that. 
to and but like you said that the situation doesn't matter. I think the situation kind of does matter because depending on what your circumstances are, it's going to shape you. It's going to put you in a certain uh, trajectory. And I don't know what comes first. Is it the mindset that allows you to survive the situation or is it the situation that you're put in that develops the mindset for you to survive? It's got to be a cycle. You know, I feel like it's got to be a trade off because um, you probably could think back to certain instances that that stick out in your mind that guide the way how you handle future incidences that are similar. So like for me, for example, I remember um, the first time that I was on the football field and I really had a chance to make a big play. Like I was in the 10th grade because that was the first time I got on the football field in high school, you know, grade nine. I was a little too too small for my I felt like I was too small let's just be honest Mm -hmm. like we only had a varsity team that means like grade 9 through 12 were all on the same team and I was like 5'5 135 pounds grade 9 I was feeling like I was gonna go out there and get tossed so grade 10 (laughs) I finally got the courage to step on the field and like at the end of the season I got in the game to play corner they threw the ball to my guy and I like jumped up in the air to make an interception didn't quite jump high enough, just ended tipping the ball up in the air and letting the receiver run under it, catch it and and go score a touchdown. So it was like mad embarrassing because it was like a blooper. Like my first play that anybody remembered <laughs> me for was like one hell of a blooper. So I just kind of bottled that up and remembered like, man, whenever you get back out there, you better make a dang play because people are going to remember you for your last performance. And like, how many years ago was that? But like, it's still one of the clearest memories in my mind that, I mean, I don't think I go on the field and think like, man, you can't mess up, but it's definitely something that shaped the way I approach my preparation and it shaped the way that, you know, I handle big moments because you got to go make your play, man. You you don't want to be remembered as a guy who helped the other team win. I, I think back to my times, um, where I feel like I started to develop that growth mindset. Uh, grade four, I had just come back from Nigeria. And, you know, this is around the time, I think it's like, what, 2001, 2002. This is around the time, you know, LeBron James is, is next up. You know, you still have Kobe Bryant in his prime. So I wanted to be a hooper. I wanted to be a baller. And so grade four was a little too late for me to try out for the team. So grade five, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out for the team. And, you know, I got to make the team like I've been playing with my friends outside. I think I'm nice. I got the jump shot. So I go in for the team, try it out grade five. I didn't make it. Tried out grade six. Didn't make it. Tried out grade seven. Didn't make it. Mm. And finally, in grade eight, finally, after summers of just working out with the older heads, playing basketball with the older heads, just working on my game. Finally, grade eight, I finally make the team. And I couldn't say finally enough in that last cup sentence, but uh, I make the team and then it's just like, okay, like I proved it to myself that I can do it. And that's the same mentality that I've taken with almost everything else in my life. When it, even when it came to football, I first started playing football, I was in grade 11 and I was able to make it to the university playing grounds. And it was just all because like, I just wanted to get better. Like it was something new, it was something challenging. And I'm like, all right, how do I figure out how to become competitive in this new arena? Mm-hmm. that's really where I learned the growth mindset. And like I said, I didn't really have a, a scientific term behind it, or I didn't know there was a scientific term behind it, but that's where I started to realize that 
your your abilities aren't set you are able to actually improve on your abilities if you put yourself in a situation where you can sharpen your skills but it to me it doesn't even sound like you really developed the mindset during that time because to me if you got the heart to go out there and get cut three four years in a row you 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 might already embody the growth mindset because what is the opposite of the growth mindset? That's uh, what, what do they call that now? What what's Miss the, the, Dweck call that? The what? fixed mindset. The fixed, the mindset. fixed mindset. And so, what would characterize a fixed mindset? So, the fixed mindset would essentially be somebody who believes that they are given a set of skills and abilities, and they can no longer improve in that. So, if you are not good in math, then you're just not good in math, and you can't get better. And actually, Carol Dweck did a study, and she actually put together a test and she compared kids that were in a situation where they were uh, undereducated. So they weren't, they weren't being taught the curriculum at the same level as kids that were in like private schools. So she took those kids that were in the undereducated situations and she said to them, listen, you got the ability to improve. So you can make your brain grow or you can make your uh, skill sets. You can improve them if you try harder. And not only did she say if you try harder, but if you actually go out and try to learn different formulas and different processes. So when she told those kids that it actually gave them, I would say, I guess, the motivation to improve on their skills. And from there, you started to see that they were actually improving on their math skills and their reading skills. And I think she focused more so on math, but you saw that they started improving on their math skills and they started testing on the same level as the kids that were in private school, all because that all for the simple fact that she educated them on the fact that they can improve their abilities and they weren't just set. They didn't have a fixed mindset. So I think that little anecdote or that little story kind of illuminates the point of you may have one mindset at a certain point in time, but you can learn or adopt the growth mindset. Like you can change your attitudes about setbacks and circumstances and situations to a certain degree. Now, I don't I don't think necessarily I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be able to shoot a hundred three pointers in a row and hit them all. But I'm 100 percent certain that personally I could go out there and if I shoot three out of 10, if I practice, I could probably hit 10 out of 10 in a couple months time if I practice. But that's how I feel now. If there's someone else out there who doesn't believe that, you kind of more so have to get over that first barrier of making them believe before they can actually physically go out there and change their real life performance. I, I think that's what I got out of your that 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 story or that study. It's like your performance is gonna reflect your mindset until your mindset changes. Um and then your 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 behavior or your performance or whatever you're doing can only improve after your mindset has improved. Is, is that kind of yeah definitely yeah yeah no you actually hit it right on the head because one of the things she said was you gotta you have to not be afraid of failure you have to understand that failure doesn't mean that you're not adequate it just means that you haven't learned the right process for your abilities yet yeah that's real because i mean every every master gotta start out a disaster like you can't just expect to be the greatest on day one Cause that's setting pretty, that's setting pretty high standards for yourself. You're really setting yourself up to feel disappointed if 
you really want to be the greatest the first time you do something. And I, and I think that personally takes away a lot of the fun out of it because me, I love the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I would encourage anybody, uh, whether you're an athlete, an educator, a student to go and get this book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, because not only does it just break down the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, but she also shows, you know, examples and studies of athletes, of uh, professors, entrepreneurs who at one point might have had a fixed mindset and were able to convert it into a growth mindset. And they saw a lot of success in their career. No, that reminds me of another book by, uh, I think his name is Jeff Colvin. It's called Talent is Overrated. And it's it's all about deliberate practice. And basically the premise is anything that you do, you're going to get better at it. But if you focus on specific skills, then you can really maximize the improvement that you get. So I think if you combine those two things, it's like, if you believe that you can actually get better and then you identify what are the variables that go into high performance in whatever category you're working on, like really specify, like think about it. I don't want to just be better at math. You know, I have to learn how to do multiplication. I need to be able to do, you know, at least up to 10 multiplication in my head. I have to be able to get that down or I have to be able to do long division by hand, like, or whatever it may be, like break it down, break your skills down. Like I need to be able to add left hand dribble to my game. I need to be able to stay lower in my back pedal. I need to be able to um, get in the gym more regularly and be disciplined with that. Like, I feel like if you add specific things to your, um, you know, your goals and then work on those specific things, that's going to help you you know, see the results, then believe that you can actually improve and then actually improve thereafter. Like it's a, it's a lot of things that go into really becoming elite or becoming great or becoming successful, but breaking it down, working on specific tactics and like believing in the fact that the work is going to pay off, delaying the gratification, not having to see the results right away. Like that's the recipe right there. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, and you study psychology, so I know you know what neuroplasticity is. Yeah, that's basically um, your brain has a whole bunch of neurons and the neurons are like, let's just put it like this. Let's keep it simple. Information is stored in your brain in a whole lot of different places. So when you learn something new, you're basically creating connections or roadways between one set of information in one place and information in another place in your brain. So I might already know, you know, some chords for music that because I learned how to play the guitar. But now if I'm learning a new song, I'm just building new roadways in my mind from those certain chords that I already learned another time and mapping them up to a whole new pattern. So like every time you practice those roadways, they go from being thin, small one lane roads to being bigger multi-lane highways, right? So practicing over and over and over again takes advantage of neuroplasticity and basically your brain evolves to be able to more efficiently connect two neurons or two groups of information in different places in your brain. It's it's something that you have a lot of when you're younger and you have less of when you're older, but you can always learn new things. Um so it's funny that you were you brought up that that you know you explained that so well because when I was in one of my classes in Laurier I remember specifically biopsychology we were talking about this and it completely blew my mind about neuroplasticity because up until that point I was under the assumption that once you hit 25 your brain stops developing and you can't really learn a lot of new things. Well I I was going to say like 
if if that was the case, then man, we'd be in some big trouble because after then, then what? Like, you know, then you'd pretty much your career wouldn't advance too much further. Think about it. You get out of school around 22, 23, 24, 25, depending when you started school or whatever, depending if you do your master's, if you, you know, do a trade or whatever, and you get into the career field like mid 20s. And you really don't know anything about your career when you start out. Like, believe it or not, school is not going to prepare you to be a veteran in your work working field. Like you have to get on the job experience. So that just goes to support your theory of like continued learning. Like your brain is really flexible and like it can adapt to whatever you put it into. Yeah. So like, I mean, when I when I learned about these concepts, you know, the growth mindset, neuroplasticity. It really put me in a different type of, and not to overuse the word, but mindset. It put me in a different frame of mind when it came to how I looked at the world and how I looked at different parts of my life. And when I learned about this, I was about, you know, 19, 20. And from that moment, I said to myself, yo, for the next like five to 10 years, I really want to be in a learning uh, mode. I want to learn as much as I can because this is the time where I'm young, I can focus on a lot of different things, but I can also put a lot of energy and effort into these different ideas, these these different concepts. And this is the time when I started just learning how to, you know, make beats. I started learning how to um, do some public speaking, uh, really got into business. And when I started learning these different things, and like you're saying, you know, making my skill sets, making my brain more flexible, it actually opened my mind, opened my perspective to different things. And I started seeing the world differently. So I think, you know, coming across this growth mindset has really been life changing for me because it allowed me to see the world in a different way. Because before I felt like I had a narrow lens, but now I feel like I can see the world with new, with renewed eyes and say, okay, you know what? I'm up for this new opportunity. You feel like you got options you didn't have before, maybe. Yeah, no, most definitely. Because before I was like, man, finish school, get a job and just like work 40 to 50, 60 years. But now I'm like, man, I could do a lot of different things. Like, I mean, just the other like couple years ago, I started picking up how to play the piano. You can just play the because, piano? like, I mean, I could I can I could play I could string together a couple of keys. You but, could do a you one, know, two, but you can't really play. Yeah, play. exactly. I'm not no, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a. Uh, I, I'm not even. I don't. I can't even drop any names. But Stevie I'm not. Wonder, uh, you know, bro. a pianist. Stevie yeah, Wonder. I'm not a Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm not on that level. I'm not Beethoven or anything like that. But I just wanted to learn because I was like, man, if I can learn it, why not just try to learn it? You know what's one of the greatest examples of neuroplasticity? Little yeah, go ahead. little kids who don't barely know how to speak English, but they know how to work an iPad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because <laughs> take it in, like when you're a little kid. Right. When you're born, your brain is like it's a powerful machine, but you don't even barely have a license to drive that thing yet. So it's just trying its best. Like your whole objective is to learn. So anything that you do, like think about it, if you're in a city and there's only a few roadways laid down, like you're going to be able to you're, you're going to be able to do it. You're going to connect any two places that you want to connect. You're going to be able to do that. So if someone shows you how to use the iPad to be able to open it up and find you know, YouTube and go to your favorites. I mean, depending on how old you are, but I I know a lot of young kids who barely have a hundred words and they're out there watching bubble guppies hardcore. They like, they know how to find, <laughs> epi- knows. you know what I'm saying? They know how to find episode 14 <laughs> with, or a uh, super pup on whatever, um, 
rescue hero TV show that they be watching yeah. these days. You know, like kids are smart, man. And like they yeah. can even learn multiple languages at the same time and like keep them separate in their brain. It's like once you understand how powerful your brain is, you will stop doubting yourself. You know what I mean? Sometimes no, you just got to look at definitely. your habits and, and see, say like, are these the habits that are going to allow me to reach my potential? Because it's not you. You're not the reason why you're not reaching your potential. It's the things that you do that's stopping you from reaching mm. your potential. You know, it's maybe your attitude is your attitude is directing your behavior and your behavior is not um, creating the habits or you don't have the habits that are going to lead to the results that you want. But you are capable. It's just a matter of the way that you're looking at stuff. Like, I feel if you talk about elite athletes, okay. Yeah. An elite athlete, right? They might win a championship once, twice. They might not even win a championship in their career. But yeah. if you took success as winning trophies and that was the only time that you were successful and that's the only time that you were going to be happy and you're going to be satisfied, then you would do an insurmountable amount of work relative to the time that you'd be celebrating that work. You know what I'm saying? Like you would be working yeah. for years and years and years and you would be miserable working. And then for like a couple seconds, maybe a day or so, you'd be happy because you finally got to lift up that trophy. That that doesn't sound like the lifestyle that anybody really wants to live. But if you if you can really lock into the mindset that like the work you're doing in and of itself is the win, like every time you're able to take yourself to that place where nobody else wants to go. Like when you're able to put in that work, when you're able to wake up early, that's a win. When you're able to go to the gym for 50 days in a row, like not not necessarily every day on the calendar, but like 50 times you said, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and you followed through and you went to the gym. You know what I mean? You put together long streaks of eating healthy or, you know, you just, when you do your thing and you do stuff that other people are not willing to sacrifice, like when you start counting those as wins, I think that's the yeah. ultimate growth mindset because then think about how much more satisfaction you're going to be finding and how much easier it's going to be for you to keep pushing through that kind of stuff that other people are going to count as like negative moments or as hard moments because your perspective is different because what's a win to you is different than what's a win to them. Definitely. And it, it reminds me of this. Uh, I, I, I saw this. I don't know if it was like a Facebook video or a Facebook GIF, but I was on Facebook and it said that Usain Bolt had only raced a complete or yeah, had only raced about four and a half minutes. So all of his races together that he actually ran, that he competed, it was about four and a half minutes altogether. And don't don't quote me on that. But that's what I remember from the meme. But it said that he had actually put in like decades of training just to run four and a half minutes of races. Mm -hmm. But that man has medals. Think about that though. Think about that. That's, that's the crazy part. You gotta, that's the crazy part. So you got to love the process, man. That's what the point of the story is. Because if you love the process, you're going to take yourself to that point where the lactic acid is burning your legs so much that like you're going to experience the growth. You're going to get stronger. But if you don't like going to that crappy place or if you don't like studying long hours, or if you don't like paying attention in class, well, that's cool. You're going to cut yourself short on the front end and then later you're going to suffer. But when you give up early or when you don't put in the work that you need to, or if you, you know, take the easy road 
you don't even know what kind of rewards that you're sacrificing down the line. Because think about if you can enjoy a hard workout, then when you do get to raise a trophy, you're going to enjoy it, but you're going to enjoy it like 10 times more because you paid a different price. Real talk. Yo, honestly, man, this this reminds me of just like, you know, it might sound weird, but I love failure. <laughs> like I and I remember this one quote and it's one that I share with my students a lot when I'm doing my programs. But like, I feel like failure is a prerequisite for success. Like, you don't just stumble on success. You don't just learn how to become successful by just trying once. You literally have to fail so many times that you actually were like, oh, okay, this is how I become successful. And then you're just able to replicate it. And like, I think that's what it was when I got, when I was told no so many times. Maybe that's why I love sales so much because when somebody tells me no, I'm like, all right, cool. How do I get you to say yes? Mm -hmm. I mean, every, every no brings you closer to the next yes. Real talk. And like, that's the mindset that I've had for, a, for quite a while now. And I, I, I don't know how, man, I don't know if it's the situation. That's the, that's the answer that I want. If, if you think that it's the situation that shapes the person, leave a comment on the show notes. And if you think that the person is already built or already has this mindset, and that's why they're able to weather the storm, leave a comment. I want to hear your thoughts because personally, I think that it's like you said, Courtney, it's a mixture of both. But sometimes maybe we just we it's uh, one of those learned behaviors. We see like our parents go through something and they don't give up. So inherently, we and uh, we get those same abilities to be able to persevere and keep going. What do you think? I feel like, yeah, these personality traits are definitely developed at a young age, but it's not set in stone. I think it's something that can be changed. I think with upgrade enough motivation, you can create that momentum to start pushing yourself in a new direction. But yeah, like Jimmy said, like head over to the come up uh, slash episode slash 29. And yeah, you can find the discussion on this one in the comment section, because I mean, it's real, man. If people could embrace the growth mindset, then a lot of these obstacles wouldn't really even appear to be obstacles anymore. And um, just another note, is it an obstacle or is it a step? It's an opportunity, man. Like it's an opportunity hey. for you to grow, for you to become more resilient, for you to understand what really means a lot to you because when you make a sacrifice you're basically making a choice of what's important real talk real talk you know what i mean like you're sacrificing something in the present so that you can have something better in the future and and that's a that's a big problem that a lot of people have like i'm not i'm not happy right now because i'm not the man i'm not starting i'm you know i gotta stand behind this guy for a whole season and you know i just gotta be on the scout team well guess what man you gotta pay dues you know but on the other end of that, you're going to have so much more experience. You're going to earn the respect of the people who's next to you if you're able to, you know, do that. Think about if everybody who was not the star of the show decided to quit. Like if everybody who wasn't the star, the star of the show decided to quit, like if the producers of the TV shows that you love decided that, nah, you know what? I'm not on camera. I'm not even going to put my all into producing this show because, shoot, I'm not going to be on screen anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Think about that. It just doesn't even make sense. It takes a whole entire team to pull off any kind of victory. So you got to play your role. You got to wait for your turn. But when your turn comes, if you've been staying ready, if you've been getting ready, if you've been preparing, then when that light hits you, you're going to shine, man. That's just the way that it goes. Word, man. So I, I, I think what you're saying essentially is that that growth mindset is, in layman's term, 
falling in love with the process of learning. Yeah, man. Embrace the process. Enjoy the process. Take part in the process with uh, with the understanding that it's a means to another end and you got to delay the gratification so that you can get a bigger a bigger prize when you get out of that, you know, that working mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, I ain't got much else to say on mindset. You guys heard how we've developed our mindset or how we've uh, utilized our mindsets in different situations. So go out there, get that book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Where are you going to host that at, Courtney? Actually, we got a new page on the website. So if you go to thecomeuppodcast.com slash books, we're going to have all of the books that we've mentioned on the show, you know, starting a little book club for y'all because all we really do is is read and, and talk about the books that we read and stuff like that. So we wanted to keep all those in one place. So head over to the come up dot com slash books and you could pick up a copy of this. Uh, we'll have an Amazon link there for you. All right. So another week of steps to success. You know, you got to stay on your grind because time doesn't stop ticking for anybody. And it doesn't matter if you're ready or not. When your opportunity comes you got to be ready to perform. So if you got that growth mindset, I'm sure that you'll be ready to shine. I don't know. What what you got to say, Jimmy? (laughs) Man, I ain't got nothing else to say, but stay tuned because your boy Courtney coming up with some fire interviews. We're about to just go hard because, you know, you guys have heard our voice uh, the last two episodes, but Courtney has some crazy things in store, man. Just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Definitely stay tuned. Appreciate all y'all showing love on Instagram. Make sure you hit us up at thecomeuppodcast.com. And next week, we'll be back with some more fire. All right. Until next time, I'm your boy, Jimmy. And I'm Courtney. We're out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find The Come Up Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. The greatest compliment you could give us is to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher. This will also help us get in front of more people. And you can connect with us on Instagram at The Come Up Podcast. Don't forget to visit us online at thecomeuppodcast.com for a detailed summary from every episode all the way back to number one, including resource links and downloadable bonus content. (laughs) 